Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Boop, boop. This is The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. Greg Cody loves a travel log. What? Yeah. What does that mean? He does. He does. You are obsessed with your own travels and with other people's travels. You absolutely want like all the updates. Why are you leaving? Why are you and, going somewhere? <laughs> and he doesn't do. like and all he wants me all he wants is it stated what's happening. Where are you going? Are you there? Good to know. All right. Thank you. Well, I myself went to the same place last week that you're going, I think, which is Coco K in Bahamas, right? No, we just have one stop, Coco K. See, this is like not interesting to me, and I'm going on the cruise. Okay, so why are you going then? I'm just curious why you're doing this. What um, is it? I'm, it's a friend's cruise, a fruise. A fruise, okay. Yeah. Somebody you barely know is turning 40, is that correct? Barely, no. I mean, he's, like, he's, he's not one of my longest friends in the world, but I know him well. Is that the guy we bowled with last night? Yeah. Okay, I want to say one thing about him. Because I'm done talking about Bahamas, which I refer to refer to. I refer, re- refuse to refer to the, Baha- refer, the Bahamas refer, 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 refer. as the Bahamas. You don't need to say the, just go with Bahamas. All right, that's number one. <laughs> number two, um, people in our bowling league. So you want, you think, so you think, so you think people should say, we're going to Bahamas. Exactly. You don't, you know, you don't say we're going to the Florida. You say we're going to Florida. <laughs> Have we started the to- episode? I hope not. No, it's fine. We, we're, we're in too deep now. We can't turn back. But here's the quick. No, it, the song would not make sense if it was Bermuda, the Bahama. Come on, exactly. on pretty mama. Yeah. That's a work. very good point. Come by on, Yeti. the pretty mamas. <laughs> That's right. Um, last big hit by the Beach Boys, by the way. In bowling last night, uh, we have never seen more like a sandbagging team of cheaters. And here's why. First of all, that the rest of the league thinks we cheat. Okay, because we, we're a bunch of lousy bowlers, yet we're in second place. How does that happen? Uh, because of handicaps. Right, exactly. Who, Dad, who thinks we're cheating? I think you're just like, do you have a guilty conscience? I see the looks. I hear the whispers. Okay. I felt it last night. Okay. Yours truly bowled a 195 game, but enough about me. Didn't you bowl <laughs> over 200? I don't think so. I think I petered out at 195. I think you're Didn't wrong. I? I, think you just sh- I just think you just sold yourself short by like 10 strokes. Oh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> At any rate, uh, Alex, the guy you're you're yes. going on a cruise with, he was a fill-in bowler for us, right? Yes. Here's what he did in the space of, of four frames. Had two strikes in a row, followed by four gutter balls in a row. Yeah. Now, right? I'm not lying. Yeah. It's unheard of. But it's genuine. Okay, but when another team sees that in a handicap league, they're thinking, wow, look at what just happened. Dude throws two strikes in a row and then four gutter balls in a row. There's no benefit to it. Like, there's no benefit to stinking. It, the league is accumulative pins. Why are we talking about this? No one cares. Just call me and talk about this. Why are no, we I doing love, this on the podcast? I love talking about bowling. It brings me back to my loose Scalia days. Next thing I you know, you're, now you're, next thing you know, you're just going to want to ask me about the trip I'm going on this weekend. No, I'm done with that. But I would talk about bowling forever. I grew up with uh, Chris Schenkel um, uh, broadcasting the PBA tour on a Saturday afternoon. There's no sport better to take a nap to than bowling with the soft clatter of pins. You're falling asleep. You think it sounds like distant thunder, the, the muffled, plasticky uh, clatter of pins. Five. It's, it's, not to- it's not even a top five napping sport. Like, oh, I think it's a bad it, call by you. Then why are you talking about it on this show where we don't want people falling asleep? Yeah. Oh, because, you know, it's it's the dulcet tones again. It's the clatter of bowling pins, the soft clatter of bowling pins. And they are soft. you got to admit, it's a muffled sound. Even when you get a strike and those 10 pins are flying in mass, it's a muffled sound. At any rate, um, I want to talk real quick about the future of back in my day. 
and a beautiful gift I got from a, a fan of, of our show or a fan of me on the Levitard show. I don't make that distinction. Um, <laughs> They're all this was a very thoughtful. This was a thoughtful gift. Um, here, here was the gift. Uh, I'll hold it up. Accompanied by a beautiful handwritten letter. Um, it, it's obviously an old uh, book of, of Andy Rooney essays. And, and the person, I, I don't want to give his last name, but I, I do want to thank uh, a fan of the show named Brad from Lancaster, Ohio. And he sent me this book of essays and, and he wrote, I found this in an antique store and thought of you for all the reasons that are humorous. I started reading it and immediately surmised they are all back in my day type essays. You and that band of misfit toys have provided a lot of joy to my world. The smiling and laughing I do out loud, I do, uh, I've done over the past 10 years have been a true gift. Thanks, Brad. And Brad. And what I really loved was the little inscription inside the book. Because remember, he this was not his book. He found it in an antique store. The inscription says, To Dad, from Jim and Tessie, Christmas 1982. So this is a, a more than 40-year-old book that once was a Christmas gift from a couple of kids to their dad. And it, it sort of struck a chord with me. Uh, it, it made me feel wistful a little bit. And it also reminded me about the importance of Back in My Day to a lot of listeners. And, and it sort of inspires me to get back on that wagon and do it again. Um, you know, having done them for 10 years, it's it's tough to come up with original material. And I hate recycling, even though it's e much easier to do. But uh, but that thoughtful letter from Brad in Ohio uh, does inspire me to continue doing Back in My Days, even though it's a pain in the ass. So cut to Tuesday. Do you have a Back in My Day? I don't. No. <laughs> Christopher was on a cruise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, you didn't take a cruise I, in the middle of a podcast. I actually, you, you took one last week. I, I did. I literally just on my face, I think it was Facebook, the memory things where it's like this happened nine years ago. And I, I for some reason, had one of your back in my days from like seven or eight years ago. And it was toilets. And I, I was laughing out loud. It was hilarious. It was really? The pneumatic flush. Like oh, you right. were just ranting against the new. You kept saying pneumatic. And you're just right. like, you're like the. The, the handle taken from us. Like, you know, it was just, it was really good. <laughs> no, that was a good one. I remember that because that was when the pneumatic flush uh, took over from the circular uh, drain, the circular uh, classic drain. And so that was a, a big thing in, in toiletry, you know. The pneumatic flush. Right. Pneumatic. I, a lot of people didn't even uh, know that the, the whoosh, <laughs> uh, the word for that was pneumatic. You know, I, I like to inform when I write, um, a back of my day. Like sending your checks up to the bank teller from the from the drive through. That's right. Yeah. Same theory. Hey, That's exactly right. The same theory. I know that this um, is visual in an audio medium, but is the stack of gifts behind you getting taller every week? Because it seems like it is. It's an oddly stacked. Yeah. I don't know packages. how physically, I have no idea how it's not crashing. I know, how is ridiculous. that staying up? And is there like a sword at the top of it? Yeah, that, that does look like out? the hilt of a sword. <laughs> No, it's some sort of a balloon, like a little, you know, the, the happy birthday balloon that you recycle. Um, it, you know, speaking of birthdays, uh, Yeti, you have a birthday coming up, right? I do on Greg Cody Tuesday. Wow. How about that? Congrats uh, for uh, surviving another year. Making another year. That's right. Hey, and to celebrate, everybody, I want you to go to shop.thegregcodyshow.com all week long, Monday through Friday. Uh, the 9th through the 13th, we have free shipping on everything. You can get... One of these fantastic AMFFFT t-shirts with free shipping. Nice. If, instead of buying Yeti a gift, buy yourself a gift for Yeti's birthday. You know what? Let's see if we can spark the audience here. We are going to, the audience doesn't need to know the, the, the details of this. For this week only, we are going to double Yeti's profit share Oh hey! for his birthday. So if you, if you buy this week coming up, just so you know, Yeti will be getting more money than he, Yeti gets a cut from our shirt sales because of all the hard work that he does for it. But he will get double that share this week if you set if you go and buy. So you are set, you you are you're buying yourself something, but you are buying something for Yeti, and you're showing your appreciation for all his hard work. I didn't run that by my dad, 
but we're just going to do it. Thank you, Chris and <laughs> Greg. That, that would be great. What a great, thank you. That would be an awesome gift. And if you don't need a shirt, go to yetiblanc.com and like go to iTunes or, or, or one of my stores on yetiblanc.com and, and buy one of my songs or all of them, yeah. whatever. And then, you know, if you don't like that, maybe you like Juju Gotti. He has new music releasing October yes. 10th, Tuesday, October 10th. Find his music, download it. If it's available for purchase on I, on iTunes, buy it there. Just, it, it it makes me happy to see people musicians supported. Go support yep. our guy. If you if you support. don't want to support me, support Juju. If you don't want to support the show with a shirt, support Juju. Support Juju. Support Yeti. Support us. We love you. Long time. We. I, <laughs> I want to have Juju on the show by the way soon to talk about his new music. Um, now Yeti, in your world, in your household, when it is your birthday, um. Is it a big holiday in your house? Like, is it a huge, you know, lavish with gifts and cards and flowers, or, or is it like low key? Dude's married with kids. His bathroom, his birthday doesn't mean shit. Zagaki, <laughs> I'm a Greg, so no matter how much celebration, it will never be enough. Um, yeah. right I'm on. one of those. It's like I'm not going to make a big deal about it, but I love it when somebody else does. And so, okay. but I want the thought to be there too. Like, like, cause right. I, but, but there are times when I'm great at doing that for others and times when I'm not. And so it, uh, but yeah, so it's, it's, yeah, Chris put it pretty well. <laughs> Ma- married with kids, there are other priorities and I'm an adult. So I have to, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll live with it. Now, Christopher is, is famously, uh, or should I say infamously, uh, anti birthday card. How do you stand on that, uh, controversy? I, I appreciate the effort, but like, I, che- I, I, I check it for money. For That's I'm, about it. I, I'm terrible <laughs> about interrupting, and I'm sorry, Ed, but I can already just tell Yeti's answer to this. There are way more, there are way better ways to show me you care for me on my birthday than just buying a card from Walgreens and writing love your name on it. It also depends who you are. If you're not someone who's in my daily life, like a handwritten note is really cool. You know, now I'm not going to keep that card forever. I'm probably not going to keep it very long at all. But like it, it's cool. Like, but if you're if you're closer to me, like like it's that's so, cards are so expensive. They're so expensive yes. for something that's not going to stick around. Gotta very go long. dollar store. Go Billy Gill style. Go well, to the dollar but store. But the kids, the kid, the kid. Now the kids love giving cards, and they want the expensive ones. And so it's like, uh, like it's I, I I don't mind it as much when it's for me. I hate it when it's for like the my kids wife, want the expensive one. They want the ones that make all the noise. Or they oh, want right. they they want oh, they God. like getting me Jane and cards and me cards and you open it. And it's like a fart sound. Right, right, yeah, stuff like that. And and so they they love that. But th- those are always like you know eight nine eight nine and ten dollar cards it's like here oh, they are like like that that could go towards the meal we're going to have i mean i'm going we're going to hattie b's for my birthday and uh you know it, it's we could go towards that you know hattie b's nice yeah yeah wow. it's gonna be great that's nashville right uh they we have we've got a couple here in atlanta so okay I didn't yes know that. yes out of nashville but we we do have we do have a couple here so yeah we've been to the one in nashville and uh it's it's wonderful i mean it it's go out of your way good like i would drive 100 miles for lunch at hattie b's no i really would I'm i mean serious. round trip it'll be close it'll be about 80 miles for us so it's about 40 miles to the to the location in atlanta so so to belabor uh my labor my birthday card point um christopher if and this is purely a hypothetical but if someone you knew and you were very close to let's say your mother just as a hypothetical uh if you know that she is really really into birthday cards and you're not. See, I don't believe that she's really into birthday cards. Mom really? is like Yeti. She wants you to do something that she feels like if I do nothing, yes, she would have loved a birthday card. But Right. Call her right now. Ask her if she likes birthday cards. Have you been able to take her on a birthday lunch yet? No. Dude, my mom, <laughs> I'm telling you, my mom's impossible to get a date with. Okay, call, call her right now and ask her if she likes birthday cards. Come on. Go ahead. I mean, she's, and she's at a girl's. Not- I'm not saying she's gonna say she hates birthday. She's like, not. Gonna, we've not already saying- established she's not going to answer. I don't. Well, I know she doesn't hate birthday card. She is at a, a, a quote girls' night out, so I don't know if she'll answer. But she's celebrating a birthday and probably got a card for the person they're celebrating. Hello. Hey. Hey. Um, you're on the Greg Cody show right now. Okay. Um, you care on a scale of one to ten how much about birthday cards when it's your birthday 10 oh will you Whoa! stop no you can't yeah. want something done 
that but you, like you don't like what do you care whether it's a card or like a note I enjoy a card i think a card is you know a special little individualized thing hell yeah you know maybe it depends on who the person is i'll go for a nine out of ten right. i definitely would like a card if nothing else i want a card there you go so in right. your case i didn't get either that's not true. <laughs> whoa it, what about i mean i've been i've been trying to have lunch have i not been trying to have lunch okay. with you no no so i meant there was no gift or card so i'm just saying nobody ever said to have lunch with me was my birthday present no but that's <laughs> i'm not i'm granting you a lunch with me for your birthday that's what i'm gifting you oh wow <laughs> no but i oh, wow so dismissive I, but I, I have, I just give, cut me some slack here. I have been trying to have lunch with you for a while. Okay, but that's not what the question was. The question was, do I really like birthday cards? Yes, I do. Oh no, that they can, that both can be true. But I'm also, I just, can, I, can you save me a little bit here? I've tried to have lunch with you. Yes or no? You have had tried to have lunch with me, but it was mostly to offer me lunch at like two thirty or three p.m., which is not a good time. Well, for me. mom, I work. You're the boss. You, you could at any moment just be like, hey, I'm out to lunch. I don't have that power. Right, I think we're getting far afield here. Far field? All right. Bye. All right. Thanks. Uh, thanks, dear. Go back to your party. She loves you, Greg. She totally gave you exactly what you wanted. Well, I knew she well, would. These, and... two, these two just, they, they, they're, they're a match made in heaven, these two. They, just, <laughs> they, they, get, they get like aligned on the things they're going to complain about, and it's just like, you know. I, I think the moral of the story is that next time your mother has a birthday, go buy one of those ridiculous $9 Hallmark cards, write a little message beyond love, Christopher, and, and you will make her day. All right, you they... don't even have to get her a gift. Fine, I will do that for her, but I'm not doing it for you. Okay, I, you know, I don't care as much about cards as she does. Although I get her point, and I back her 100%, because uh, I want to keep my marriage relatively happy. So, I do have an injury report. Um, yeah, I'm going to uh, unnamed hospital tomorrow morning at a ridiculous hour, so early that I can't have coffee in the morning, which is driving me nuts. Uh, and I'm having, maybe somebody in the audience has had one, I'm having a CAT, a, a computer com computed tomographic angiography that's a cat scan you mean a cat scan well it, it's a cat scan but it involves an injection of a special dye uh, that in this case analyzes my coronary arteries and cardiac function and so i've never i don't think i've ever had one so mm -hmm. i'm looking forward to it <laughs> as much as you can look forward to having dye you know shot into your veins dye. but um you're old, huh? We're all going to yeah, die. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> he was singing the die. Because you're talking about oh, having God. die in your exam. That's right. I've I've got an injury report, injury report update. So a few weeks ago, I talked about how I wanted to hold myself more accountable to the audience. And so every oh, yeah. few weeks, I'd give an update. So, um, and, and I said it wouldn't be focused on the weight. And you know, I have been weighing myself every week. And I've seen some progress there. But um, the, the big thing was about getting control over my eating habits. And I've done pretty well. Um, the first week I ever, I, I, I had like four sweets and that's counting sodas that week. Last week it was, it was about the same, but I waited all week. I've waited until the weekend. And then this week I've, I, I had, I've gone all week long. I had, um, one little piece of chocolate today and I haven't been buying any of this. This is just stuff that we've, we've had around. So like I've been able to control, I've been able to go to the store and not get stuff on the way out. And that's, that's a big leap for me. Um, and and I've been able to make myself hold off a little bit longer if I start feeling hungry. So I've been able to do the intermittent fasting. I've been able to hold to that. And that, that, that's beneficial to me too. So that is really good. And I, I don't want, I'm about to ask something that's like kind of a joke. I don't want to make light. I, I think it's really cool the accountability you're doing and the progress you made. But when you have that one piece of chocolate, it like when you're used to like going ham on four candy bars, but you're just having a little piece, do you like, like close your eyes oh. and like eat it very sensually. <laughs> like I just picture you like I put on some uh, mm. I put on some Barry White, right? And I take <laughs> off some clothes. You chew the shit out of that chocolate. Like, you, <laughs> like it takes you like three minutes to eat that one piece of chocolate. I uh, speaking of the injury report, didn't love how I looked at Miami Heat Media Day this past week. I saw some like cuts of like what we did, and I was just like, God, not I hate. I'm not a big fan of like you know my my stomach area right now. So I was just like, that's it. To, this is the week and I will report back that I, I you know obviously if you haven't worked out in a while you shouldn't just I didn't go like hard but I did go to the park with my daughter twice this week and like ran like I think a total of like four miles of just like not all running like mostly running mostly jogging but a lot of like fast walking and just getting good sweats in so I've 
you know, that's improvement for me. I This week I sweat. I'm, I'm going to count it as just sweats. Get a good sweat in. <laughs> and I would say I got two good sweats in this week, and I hope to next week get three in. Any of those sweats happen in the morning time? Uh, well, <laughs> maybe. I don't want to talk about that. I used that. I did use that. I was like, Jane, I didn't get a chance to work out today. What's up? hey actually if we're talking that if like not to get too personal but three sweats damn son whoa (laughs) no i'm saying oh like the two i did at the park and i'm like saying if you want to count that we're washed we're washed three and a what oh no good god dude are you kidding me that hasn't happened since like the week i met her (laughs) (laughs) whoa Whoa, are you trying to lose weight is chris cody trying to lose weight is that what he's implying I like Yeti. I'm not worried about this. I'm not working about. I'm not worried at all about the scale. I don't really care at all what I weigh. I just want to feel like better when I look at myself in my clothes. And and I want to. And then when I I see videos of me at Heat Media Day next to Kevin Love, I need to, you know, I want to (laughs) just feel a little better about that. Okay. I I only care about the scale. Uh, When when I I got that, I actually was thinking of you, and this it's time for tough love, but we're going to do this. Right. When I saw you seven years ago doing the the t- toilets back in my day, it did hit me how they like it's. I mean, Dad, as it, you're, you're it's about called to turn aging. Seven. Yeah, that's what I mean. But my point is, you at this point in your life, Dad, you really should get a little more active because I do think that that is a way. Like, if you just don't do anything in terms of like keeping your body, like I do think that that is like something that is like could prolong your life. Like, right. I'm not saying you're regardless, you're not dying soon. I'm just saying right. it could mean the difference between 80 and 92. Like, okay, that's fair. I, mean? I, get, like, I have no retort. I should do more than I do. I think, you you know, throw, throw Charlie on a leash and just walk around the neighborhood like for like a mile a day. Like, I really do think if you did that for like six months, you would feel like you would feel the difference in your body. I should. No, I believe me. I'm I'm not arguing with you in the least. I, I think you should just experiment it. Do it for a month, once a day during the week, five days a week, once a day for like 45 minutes. Just take her out, walk back, like walk to Seminole Park and back. And I really right. do think I just think I would be interested to see how you feel after a month of doing that. Yeah, it, you won't believe this. I do get on the uh, stationary exercise bike occasionally. I'm not. I'm not overselling it. How many times total have you done it? Oh, I I would say I average twice a month, to be honest. I mean, I'm, you know, I don't get on it much, but I do get on it. I'm taking the under on that. No, twice a month. You know, that kind of thing. How many times do you get um, in and out of your car, Greg? Yeti, I thought he was about to do that. I thought he was like, you'll forget. I go to Publix once a week. Well, (laughs) you know what? I have so little exercise that I actually think of bowling as an exercise. That's how bad I am. I, I do. I mean, I, I think of Wednesday night bowling. That's huh? not exercise. I mean, I'm lifting a 15-pound ball. I'm throwing, uh, how many shots a game am I throwing? I am uh, throwing, let's say I throw 20 times 15, 300. I'm lifting like 300 pounds. I'm like dead lifting 300 pounds Total. three times a night. <laughs> four, taking four steps and a leg kick every time. That's right. Exactly. So I'm doing okay. You should see it. My dad is hilarious with how dramatic he is. Like, just like when he gets like, when it's a good ball he threw and it gets only nine pins and there's one pin left, just like, like he's yeah, I'm bad so like, like that too. I'm bad And then too. when, sometimes when he's got one pin to get for a spare and the ball's going to miss it, he tries to like give a little hemi, sh- like a hip oh, yeah, shake. Me to. too. Yeah. <laughs> Try to like. Yeah. Body English. You have to. But it's just. It doesn't it's work. More but... than anybody. If you're just looking like if it was like a silent room and you're just watching all the visuals of everyone, nobody's more dramatic <laughs> with their. We need, whether we need they, some video of that, Chris. When it's good, like when he thinks he has a perfect ball, he does this like move of like, <gasps> like right as yeah. the ball's hitting the pins of like. Jah! Oh yeah, I ham yeah, it right. up. Yeah, yeah. Ham it up every time. No, I, I, it's theatrical bowling. No, it it's is. not. It's yeah, not. no, I think it is. I'm, I feel like I'm on stage. I'm performing when I bowl. Well, while you are disagreeing to disagree, let's go to break. Yeah, I have to pee. Welcome back. 
We are still celebrating the six-year anniversary of Sheets and Giggles. Go right now, sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg, promo code Suey. Promo code Suey. <laughs> My bad. I was that, that, There's no question mark on that. I forgot that. to tell you that. <laughs> and, and it's been Suey for a while. I was just making sure that we haven't changed it. Guys, they still have $6 deals, $60 deals, 60% off all month long celebrating the six-year anniversary. You can add that on top of the 20% off that you get from our Suey discount. Promo code Suey. Sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg. Promo code Suey. There's so much good stuff, guys. If you're up north, like we talked in previous weeks, the flannel eucalyptus sheets are a game changer for people when they get cold. Because I tell you what, you won't get cold. You know what else you won't get? Hot, because it's a damn good product. And it just keeps you in that perfect, I'm not sweating, I'm cozy, I'm comfortable, I'm, I'm in heaven. I'm not in my bed, I'm in heaven because I'm using Sheets and Giggles products. <laughs> get the sheets, get the comforters, get the mattresses, get it all. 60% off deals. Plus our 20% off, by, by, by my math, that means there are 80% off deals to be had right now at that website, sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg, promo code Suey. Wow, good for you. Uh, <laughs> no, no, that was, I don't know how you, you do all that without even reading from a script. It's all extemporaneous. It's because it's- I say that every morning when I wake up and go pee. Like, you know, you- that morning when you take your morning pee, I'm always like sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg, promo code Suey, because I love this company so much. Right. I would kiss Colin right now if he was here. All of a sudden, your new white door opens up and Colin's standing in the doorway. Uh-huh. Yeah, bring back the red door. I, I just, you, you got to bring back that red door. The, the white door is so pedestrian. Our new door is squeaky, too. Is it really? Yeah, I'm going to go here. You can listen. Put a little raid on it. All right, hold on. A little wait, bug wait. spray. Why raid when you could do WD-40? It's wait good for it. Are you ready? Go. Yeah. Did you hear that? No. no. There's no squeak. Was that the worst bit in podcasting history? Yes, it really was. Listening for a squeak that wasn't there. I do take a little pride in thinking that I may have just done the worst bit in podcasting history. Because <laughs> there are a lot of podcasts out there. So if we had the record for the worst, that'd be the, I think that'd be good for business. Yeah. no, that's Let's actually excellent. promote that. Let's put that in the description. Chris does the winner, the hands down winner for worst bit in the history of podcasting. Uh, we'll do it. Can we talk about Greg's obsession with Three Facts Jack and how he so badly wanted to do one last week? It's suspended. Or no, not, Three Facts wait. Jack is not. Dad jokes are. Oh, right. My, that's right. I had a dream they were both suspended. My bad. Wait, wait. wait. And why are dad jokes suspended? <laughs> Let's take a trip down memory lane in Greg Cody's Wayback Machine. Back in it. Dad jokes number three. <laughs> what did you learn in school today, son? Oh, it's uh, you're asking me? Yeah. Nothing? Not enough, Dad. I have to go back tomorrow. Okay, I admit that was a bad one. What? It's just... Yeah. It's, What's you the know, joke? The joke is, he's not saying what he learned in school. He's saying, not enough. I got to go back to... They're making me go back tomorrow. I'm, oh, yeah. God, it, it was bad. Makes, like, it was bad. So God, bad. it just makes I'm me... Sorry. My skin crawl. Yeah. No, but th- so three facts are not suspended, but you, but like I just love how all right, audience. We finished recording with Jeremy last week. There's no time for three facts. Dad, oh my god! Uh, Greg didn't even. I did it again. Shit! <laughs> I said dad again. Damn it! Gosh! <laughs> uh, no problem, son. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Greg. Greg didn't even try to fit it in, and then we get a text from him. He's so worried about three facts instead of packing oh, for yeah. his cruise. I've just sent you all an audio clip. It's a, a three facts, Jack. Can, can we fit this in somehow? <laughs> I hate when he does this. Every once in a while, I would say like once a quarter. So like four times a year, my dad thinks of something after we've recorded. And he thinks that the best way to implement it is just send Yeti and I a 30 second MP3. Could you guys find a spot in the pod for this? Correct. <laughs> As if like anything like that could just fall out of the sky without the context. Well, what can I tell you? I mean, I. You know, TFJ, I do like that bit. Do you have a three facts jack for us this week? You know, I just happened to. I just happened to. The guy has has no trouble writing three facts jacks, but back in my day, no no shot. There are three things that interest him, so sit right back for three facts jack. Number three, 
According to a Wake Forest University study, the left side of a person's face takes a better photo than the right side. The left side tends to express more emotion, which observers tend to find more aesthetically pleasing. People asked to rate the pleasantness of male and female profiles from both sides overwhelmingly chose the left. One theory is that emotion and spatial awareness is dominated by the right hemisphere of the brain, but is lateralized to the left side of our body, so emotions are expressed more intensely there. Perhaps coincidentally, or maybe not, Western artists across the centuries have displayed a bias for portraits displaying the left cheek with the Mona Lisa, a prime example. Hmm. Let's Number all two. let's let, let's turn the left side of our faces for the camera for our social media picture for this week. Audience, you decide. <laughs> Chris, did that just that just take the top spot for worst bit in podcast history? No, I think that one. Landed <laughs> I don't think I have a good side. That one landed better than mine did. I think actually. Okay. <laughs> Number two, Charles Schultz did not choose or even like the name Peanuts for his famed comic strip. He developed the strip for his hometown St. Paul Pioneer Press in 1947 with the name Lil Folks. <laughs> By 1950, there were copyright concerns over another strip called Little Folks, so Schultz suggested Charlie Brown or good old Charlie Brown. But the newspaper syndicate at the time that had paid to serialize the strip went against Schultz's wishes with Peanuts which at the time was an homage to the Howdy Doody Show's all-children audience called the Peanut Gallery. Number one. Greg Cody. Hell on a horse. What are you talking about? It's old. If you, if you think that was an old fact. <laughs> number one. The first ever speeding ticket was given to a man driving eight miles per hour in a horseless carriage, a.k.a. early automobile, on January 28, 1896, in Paddock Wood, England. The citation was giving, given to driver Walter Arnold after a low-speed pursuit by a constable on a bicycle. Chris, how do you say the word that uh, Greg said earlier, the, the name of the Charlie Brown comic strip? How do you say that word? Say the word to me. Can you say the word to me again? I don't remember the word. It's a type of butter. I, I don't want to lean you in any direction. Oh, a type of butter. Margarine. <laughs> Damn it. Margarine is not a butter. Is what it, do you mean? That, what's the oleo. fake butter called? Is it Pe fake butter called margarine? No, peanut butter, Chris. How do you say peanut Charlie butter. Brown? But how do you say peanuts? Peanuts. peanuts. Okay, because yeah, your dad says peanuts. 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 Yeah, I say how do you say it? I say pe peanuts. What do I say? Peanuts? Can we go back? Can we go back for a second? Do you not know what margarine is, Yeti? Yeah, margarine is not butter. It's I know, but fake... it's. But didn't you say what's the fake butter? No, I said it's a type of butter trying to lead okay. you to peanut butter because I didn't okay. want to say peanuts and lead you to okay, say okay, peanuts okay. if you pronounce it peanuts or peanuts. What goes good with a jelly sandwich? Ah, that's a better descriptor. Yeah, yeah there you go. Peanuts. You're better at um uh taboo. Peanuts. I think my dad doesn't my dad just say it pretty normal. Say it again, dad. Peanuts. Peanuts. Yeah. yeah, no, no, you don't. Like it's not you're you're. It doesn't sound like there's a U in there for you. Yeah, it's like an N I T S. Yeah. Peanuts. Really? Yeah, it's a lot closer to penis. Peanuts. I just try very hard not to pronounce it so it sounds like penis. Well, That's peanuts, why I say peanuts. You're dead, but what you're doing sounds more like penis than it does peanuts. <laughs> really? You're saying peanut. So I should say it as two words with the emphasis on the nuts. Really hit the nut Peanuts! Hard. Hit the nut hard. Peanut. <laughs> there you go. The Peanuts comic strip. How's that? Nailed it. He's nuts. Nailed it. Okay. Um, I wrote something in my NFL picks last week that uh, somebody got on me in an email, and I don't read too many emails I get. Um, Can I make fun one... of you before you do yeah. that about like how old you sounded with Nick Castellanos, like because he put his ring finger up, like the bad look <laughs> thing? Yeah, that was terrible. Like, what do you mean that's terrible? <laughs> it, you Come on, do on, Nick. You don't do <laughs> like... that on national TV. What is that? What do? Come on. <laughs> you're you're okay, watching. But you're okay with the with the ball, big balls celebration. No, I hated that too. Plus, it's not original. It's like, get a new gimmick. The big balls thing was so dumb by the Phillies. They can't come up with anything better than that. But don't you, Dad, before you send tweets, you got to just like think, like, do I sound really old and musty with this? I don't care. Who am I? I'm not trying to sound like anything I'm not. What, what do you look? What do you expect me when I'm getting in? And I don't, unlike the Levitard show, I don't pay somebody else to do my social media. Everything I do is from me directly. So do you think before I send a tweet, I'm thinking to myself, 
What would the kids say? How can I send a tweet that's going to make me sound younger and hip? Answer, never. Not once has that been a consideration. I, I would think that there would be some consideration to, am I going to just sound very old here? That, that statement just came from someone who earlier this week was trying to figure out the DAP stance. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. The DAP. Uh, I, I still have an interest in developing that uh, in my salutation repertoire. You're so white. But yeah, well, I, I, you know, I grew up white. I mean, um, I began a sentence in my NFL picks, no excuse, but, and then I precisely made an, an excuse, excuse. Yeah, you gave an excuse by noting that picking games on Wednesdays puts me at a huge disadvantage because players who are questionable, I don't even have no idea whether they're going to be playing four days later. So, but so, I began at no excuse, but, and then I gave an excuse. Right. So that's the, yeah. Why would you do that? Well, because it's just done. People why do it all you the just time. Say, why wouldn't you just say, just so everyone knows, I picked these on Wednesday, not the most ideal situation. Why do you have right. to say you're not making an excuse? Yeah, why, why do we have the disclaimer? Okay. Because I, I think it, it, it's meant to soften it. Like if I say not to be critical, but mm -hmm. I'm about to say something critical, but I'm just trying to soften it and prepare you for what might be uh, a mild to harsh criticism. You know, I'm softening it. That's why we say everything before but is a lie. It could be. No excuse, but. I don't want to make excuses, but. Not to be critical, but. It just, you know, we do it all the time. I, I don't know why. I don't mean to be rude, but. And then a rude comment comes. You guys don't do that? Because I do that a lot without even thinking about it. That's a that's a big Billy Gill move, for sure. Of like, I don't want to say, I don't want to say this because I think it'll offend you, but you're ugly. It's a what move? <laughs> it's a Billy Gill move. Oh, really? I was just like, kind of like apologizing before he says something. Right. This is going to sound weird, but this, this might come off a little mean, but. Yeah, the, okay. I, I, I try to be conscious of it, actually, because I do believe a lot of times that anything before but is a lie. Or, you know, and, and I don't say that's a hard line rule, but, uh, but I do try to think about that because I try to be really honest. And, Dad, uh, you're a writer, so like you should be better about this. Right. <laughs> it's true. No, I, I, I'm glad that email. It's true, but I just can't get it, get it right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, well, you know, no excuse, but <laughs> I'm telling the person, okay, I'm making an excuse, but I don't quite consider it an excuse because there's truth to it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it, and it is, I am at a disadvantage by picking games on Wednesdays. It, Why can't you just say that? Here's my picks. I'm at a disadvantage by picking on Wednesday, but I'm sticking to them or something like that. Because right. then someone will be, that's an excuse. Stop giving us yeah. excuses. It is an excuse. And then my dad will be like, that wasn't an excuse. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if Greeny does it now, but I remember like, you know, 10 years ago when I listened to like five episodes of one of his shows, um, he, he had the cliche of it's, it, I'm not making an excuse. It's a reason like, or he'd, he'd say there's excuses yeah. and then there are reasons. And this is a reason. And it, to me, I had a hard time delineating between excuse and reason, but no, I get it. I, I get what he's saying. It, there, there is a, if, if you're giving a reason, maybe it isn't an excuse. I mean, you're stating a fact. It is a fact that I am at a disadvantage by picking NFL games on Wednesday instead of Friday or even Saturday. But here's uh, my and, best and, effort, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm sticking to them or what. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting why we do that. We will have to talk about qualifiers one day too, because we, we qualify things a lot that we don't really mean either. Right. But yeah. That, that'll have to be a topic for another day. Do we want to get to dogs talking to dogs? <laughs> I love this be topic <laughs> because um, as the owner of jumping Charlie, um, I never sound dumber than when I'm talking to my dog while in a good mood. Yeah, we did, did, Charlie. How we doing? Who's good? good? Who's exactly. good? Who's good? Who's good? <laughs> and I go by him in the. You know, it's just he and I in the house. Unless you're upset. Unless you're upset, babe. Oh, if I'm upset. <laughs> right, if, yes. <laughs> if I who pooped? Yeah. If he. If he. <laughs> Oh, if he poops in the house, I'm like a foghorn. Who pooped? <laughs> I go as low as I can. But if I'm in a good mood, I'll walk through the house just making sounds that he knows because he doesn't, you know, they say cat, they say dogs have a, a modest language. They can identify like 70 words or something. 
but for the most part, they're into sounds. So I'll, yeah, I'll walk by. First him of all, and- that is, like that is such bullshit that they can they 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 just hear sounds. They learn that outside means right. out like they all. You could say outside. You want to go outside, Charlie? Like they they yeah. They, there's right. not like mm-hmm. sixty words that they're like. We know exactly what that word. It's all sounds. I think my dog has a has an unusually large vocabulary. I'm just about to say it. Dad, because- I used to do this with Sandy all the time. Anytime Ooh, I would get into this argument, our old dog Sandy, I'd be like, "Randy, come here, Randy," and she'd be like, "Come over like a freaking idiot." Like, just- <laughs> yeah. Well, she but as she's coming over like a freaking idiot, she's thinking he's the idiot. He doesn't even know how to say my name. <laughs> That's what he's saying. So, so what? What is what is more dumb that we talk to dogs that way, or that we talk to babies that way? Because we talk to babies the same way. And so I, I was thinking about this because um, on Levitard they had. Uh, Willow was in the studio, uh, Jessica Smetana's dog. And, you know, my, Mike was in a very, you know, he, he was really, really catering to Willow. And, you know, oh, and, and it got me thinking, I was like, we talk to babies the same way. Why do we talk to human children and dogs in the same manner? And, that's and what other thing should we be talking to like that? <laughs> like, <laughs> I kind of want. Aren't we talking to like that, that we should be? Why don't we talk to dogs like professional business men and women like good good morning mr charlie <laughs> charlie i have to jump on a call uh right. <laughs> I, I have a i have a i have a 230 so good day sir charlie i love I, I wish uh, that would be hilarious if we spoke to dogs like we talk in and work emails <laughs> it would with a very charlie, formal language just, just following up on what we talked about earlier did you were you able to go about out, potty outside i need you to finish this food by cob yeah. Charlie, there'll be no more defecating in the house. We've had a real issue with you lately. We appreciate your cooperation. Thank you very much. <laughs> that's not really a wor- that's not really a work email I've sent, but Wait, when 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 the dog passes away, do you wish it well in its future endeavors? <laughs> <laughs> I hope this email finds you well, but I've found another It's been the best t- two and a half years of my life here. <laughs> yeah, I um I go through the house just making sounds uh, like I don't know who's good is is something I say like most people to their dog. But I actually talk to waiters and waitresses like a baby. Like I was trying to think, like <laughs> oh, I'm always Chris. like, how are you doing? <laughs> I would like a Coca-Cola, please. And some mozzarella sticks. Please. <laughs> Why do you do this? It's just, it's just a weird thing I have. It's like babies, dogs <laughs> oh, and the service gosh, industry. Chris. That's, oh wow! That that plays really well, Chris. Yes, I talk to people in the service industry like I do dogs. Yeah, well, I just I just want to make sure they know I love them. You're such oh. a good waiter. You're oh. such a good waiter. <laughs> oh, this this can't be real. I do think there's an answer to your question, Yeti, which is why we talk to babies, uh, human babies, and and dogs the same what way. What about is, alien babies? Honestly, I think we put them on the same um, intellectual level. I think when we talk to a a grown dog. And when we talk to a one-year-old, two-year-old child, we are thinking them of, of them as being very similar in terms of what they can process, what they're hearing, and and uh, and we're trying to make it sound safe and nice and not the least bit threatening, right? I mean, we don't talk to cats that way, though. That's interesting. No. That's true too, because they're aloof. Cats yeah. are a whole different breed, you know, literally and figuratively. That's not I mean, true. I I hear people baby talk cats. Do you? A little like when you're like. Like scratching the top of their head, they're like, "You're a good boy. Who's a good boy?" Yeah, I guess so. Boy. I've never heard that. Yeah, know. we do. Your mother does that with the cat more than I do. I treat, I, I speak to the cat and the dog much, much differently, and I'm not sure <laughs> why. I've never thought hopefully about it. Hopefully, you don't speak to the cat like you do servers, because <laughs> well, I, I don't baby talk my servers. I speak to them like adults, and when again, when they You're give me like, poor service, hey cat. I've been waiting. I've been sitting here 20 minutes. Why haven't you come to the table yet? <laughs> there you go. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to give you less catnip at the end of the meal. I'm going to because... put 20 pieces of catnip here. And for every bad thing you do, I'm going to take one away. Oh, God. Damn right. <laughs> More people should tip by my method, the Greg by Cody subtract- method of you tipping. T- you tip by subtraction. Oh. Yes. Of here's, course. Here's Greg. 15 bucks. Every mistake, you lose a dollar. Makes all the sense in the world, doesn't it? But every extra effort. You gain a dollar. Matt's, you can get it back. I, I find that doubtful. Yeah, he's not putting. He's not. <laughs> no, you can get it back. There. You go. You bend over backward to help me with something. And what kind of restaurants are eating at, Greg? Yeah. Why you are know. you bending over? <laughs> you know, I'm doing the limbo while eating. You know, it's a Jamaican restaurant, and you know we're doing the limbo, that kind of thing. Greg, um, let's send Chris on his cruise, and let's pick back up after football. We'll do that, and we also have uh, a special 
new episode of Hard Knocks, Greg Lobos, which I can't believe we haven't even mentioned until now because it's exciting. It's uh, you know, plumbing the depths of emotion, and uh, it's really it's it's going to be sucks, difficult right? to listen to. Huh? Your, team, your team stinks. The Lobos have had a rough season so far. It's early days. We're off to a one and three start. Uh, it's there's so much to talk about with that. Team. I wonder. Let's let's find out what what Lobos camp's like right now. Friday, October 6th, 5.40 p.m. Lobos Headquarters. Disconcerted by a less-than-stellar start to the Lobos season, an apprehensive Greg Cody seeks solace in his most dutiful confidant, his diary. My dearest diary, it's been a while. It's true I rarely seek you out when times are bright, then beg your counsel only when life has left me searching in the pitch black. This may be why I visit you, dear diary, always in the deep night. I take my pen to you in the stillness of an unlit room as dust motes dance and time flies outside my window. The players on my team always complain my pregame speeches are wordy and metaphorically bewildering. They may be right. Diary, Greg's Lobos have quaffed champagne from the mountaintop, won the 2021 PFPI Fantasy Championship, title game runners-up last season. We were anointed AMFFFT, America's most famous fantasy football team. The slogan even on T-shirts available at the GregCodyShow.com merch store. And now an especially good time to buy with a killer sale going on. But the Lobos are down. We are Lobos. My squad is one and three as I write my angst. Tied for seventh of ten teams and second worst at scoring points. Diary, my loyalty to Lamar Jackson is strained. Cooper Cup has scored as many points as a bag of worms. My bench would only be worse if Clarence Thomas were on it. Diary, I am at my wit's end. So I have decided, after great internal debate, to desperately reach out to old colleague and friend Bill Belichick for advice on what to do. Bill and I were close once. We have partied backstage with John Bon Jovi, relaxed supine at the hands of Bob Kraft's personal masseuse. We have not spoken in a few years, but I pray he will take my call and lift me from this darkness and the torpor of my sinking season. Bill, please answer. Yeah, this is uh, this is Bill, um, Bill Belichick. But uh, you knew that because uh, you, you called me. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't know why you're calling me. Um, you should know better. And uh, I'm I'm on a Cincinnati. You uh you you don't. Um, uh, I just got a shit storm going on. Mac Jones sucks. I'm I'm one in three and just had the, uh, the, the worst loss of my career. Like uh, Brady won't even gonna return my calls. Um, so just just leave me alone. That kind of thing. Beep. No, no, the Lobos. We have to win, and you know it. Well, that was uh, an emotional ending, to say the least, to the new Hard Knocks Greg's Lobos. And I had to tell you, as a bit of a postscript, uh, I am um, talking to you. It's now early evening Sunday, and I have to tell you, the Lobos are not looking real good right now. I think we may be about to drop to a one and four record, so there may be another call to Belichick in the offing, although... The way his day went, uh, I don't think he's going to be much use to anybody. So, I'm in my car, heading home from Hard Rock Stadium. I've spent the entire weekend there. I left the Miami Hurricanes game very late last night. I got up this morning, drove back to the same stadium for the Dolphins game. Full weekend for your boy, Greg. 
And I have to tell you what a a, a disparate disparate is disparate, right? Uh, uh, turn of events. The Miami Hurricanes took a big giant national turd, uh, thanks to Mario Cristobal not thinking of just taking a knee and winning the game. Instead, he runs the ball and they fumble and then they give up a touchdown pass. And uh, it's it's uh, I've been covering sports for 50 years. Seriously, it's about 51, but who's counting? That was the worst finish to a game, the worst ending to a game that I have ever personally witnessed in my entire life. So we go from that to the Miami Dolphins today absolutely handling the abysmal New York Giants, doing what they should have done, what UM should have done, and saving the day for South Florida sports. Because I have to tell you, uh, you know how everything is an ebb and flow? Well, we're in the ebb right now because uh, in addition to UM losing the worst possible way anyone can lose. It was the worst loss in the history of sports or mankind in terms of uh, the athletic realm. And and not only that, but, you know, the Miami Marlins, if you blink, you miss them. They were in and out of the postseason so quickly. And, uh, and the great Lionel Messi failed to lift Inter-Miami into the MLS playoffs. They lost and got eliminated. The Heat and the Florida Panthers are about to start their season. And guess what? After both reached the the NBA and NHL finals last year, they are now uh, supposedly down. Nobody thinks they're going to have much of a season compared to last year. So we're ebbing, uh, like Buddy Epson, we're ebbing in South Florida sports. But here come the Dolphins to save the day. Tua, although he threw three interceptions, uh, passed for more than 300 yards. The Dolphins ran for more than 200 yards. This team has has had more offensive yardage in the first five games than any team in NFL history. It's just it's pretty incredible what they're doing right now. They're four and one. And here's the funny thing: the Dolphins are four and one. The Miami Hurricanes are four and one. But oh, what a difference! Oh my God! One fan base uh, wants to wants to just uh, you know force. Mario Cristobal to resign or fire his ass. And the other fan base is just clicking their heels and singing, Miami's got the Dolphin, the greatest football team, and that kind of thing. Hey, uh, I think this is the end of the episode, huh? We've had fun. Um, Come back next week, would you? Because it'll be even funner. I promise. All right. That kind of thing. So forth and so on. And uh, appreciate your uh, being with us every week. You know that. And you know it. Thanks a lot, everybody. See you. The t-shirt's even available at the... Just write it down. Shop.thegregcodyshow.com. Yeah. The t-shirt's even available at shop. Shop dot the greg cody show.com the slogan even on t-shirts available at the shop dot greg cody dot 